cup song. Yeah. I got my ticket for the long way round. Two bottle of whiskey by the way. Oh no. By the way. Is that the right words? I've no idea. Two bottle of whiskey by the way. By the way. I don't know. Good evening. Good evening. And welcome to the penthouse. Welcome back to the penthouse. It's Tuesday again. The Tuesdays just come right on around, don't they? Yeah, this Tuesday is really Tuesdaying. What? This Tuesday is really Tuesdaying. They new nails. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Autumn. Autumn. But is it winter? I'd say it's winter because the clocks have gone. Is that what makes it winter? When the clocks go? No, I don't think so. I feel like it's winter. I don't feel like it's winter yet. It's just dark all the time. Mm, yeah, it is dark. It's officially been a year since we moved into the flat. You mean the penthouse? Yes, sorry, the penthouse. We kind of thought it was about time to share our journey. What it's really like living with your sister. Navigating life in your 20s. And all of our views in between. Our views from, from the, the penthouse. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the penthouse. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. How is everyone? How's your week been? Well, it's only Tuesday, so... Yeah, but since last week, since yeah. last Tuesday. I'm only joking. I know how this thing works. Week's been pretty normal. I did actually, on Saturday, very, very quickly, because we have a proper topic for this episode, so I'm going to be super quick. We went to High Jingo, which is like a bottomless brunch bingo in Shoreditch, and it was so fun. I've never been to like proper bingo before. I think you can do it without doing bottomless brunch, to be fair. Yeah, you can. But I think it was like £40 maybe for like the bingo and the bottomless brunch. You just get like bottomless Prosecco and then a proper lunch, like burger and chips I had. Some of the girls had like avocado on toast. And they also had on the menu, which sounded so good, waffles and uh, chicken, you know, like chicken and waffles. Yeah. And it sounded so good with like maple syrup and it sounded delicious. But I went for the burger and chips. Substantial meal. When you, you know, when you go for bottomless, you need to eat something. Exactly. Real. That's what I was thinking. Although the chicken and waffles probably would have been quite mm. good. But yeah, decided to go for the burger. And it was honestly so much fun. You can win like proper good prizes. You can win like a holiday to Europe. You can win like £500. You can win like random little things like this glow in the dark umbrella. That would be quite good a glow in the dark umbrella yeah i know they had a glow in the dark umbrella and like a glow like a light up glowing like jacket so it was like a w white like waterproof jacket which i actually i quite liked like and the reflective yeah and then they turn off the lights it was kind of like christmas vibes sort of like like multicolored like dots and it all lit up it was it was a bit much but yeah i've always wanted to go it's been mm. on my list to go but you do need like a group i think it would be funnier in a group yeah, I mean, it's quite quick. Once you get going, it's like they read out all the numbers, someone wins, they go up, get their prize, and then like it's quite fast paced. Mm. When you win, you have to go up to the front and stand on stage, and then they do like this dance around you. Oh no. Yeah. I think I would be quite embarrassed. I know. And also, in the two rounds that we played, so you play two games, each with three rounds. First, you have to just get one diagonal line, then you have to get two diagonal lines, then you have to fill the whole thing. On the first one, I was two away from winning gutted it must be because once you fill in one diagonal it's pretty easy to get the next because in both of our rounds the same person that won the first game also won the second game no way yeah oh that's a bit shit yeah so it must be like 
because you've got one diagonal you it's super easy to get the yeah. second because they won like first round and the second round and it happened twice in both games that really takes the fun out of it yeah it, it was kind of annoying because it was a bit like well you've just won again like it's a bit shit for the rest of us but it was very fun i do highly recommend there's loads of them around london i think i think there's one called bongos bingos as well which is apparently really fun but oh, really my friend went to that and she said that if two of you win at the same time they make you go up on stage and do a dance off which like no way unless i was completely battered. pissed yeah. yeah i mean just refuse forfeit the prize yeah forfeit the prize i mean i would probably go up and do it but after a few drinks after a few bevs so there was our group, our girl group, and then there was a boy group. Boy group. Am I all right? Then there was a group of guys, and every song that came on, they were playing, like, Migraine Skank and, like, proper, like... Oh, really? Yeah. And we were, like, proper in our seats, like, dancing, and so were they, but, like, literally no one else was. And then they played Candyman. Candy. Candy. The, the dance one. Sorry. And then they also played the cha-cha slide and we got up and did both dances and they got up with us and did them too. Oh so they came God. up and did Candy So they understood us. the assignment. Yeah, they understood the assignment. It was so good. So there were vibes. They were, vi- yeah, they were vibing. We went at half past 12 for Bottomless Brunch. We came out at two, broad daylight, absolutely off our rocker, like had drank so much Prosecco. Then we went into this random like nightclub bar thing that happened to open at like half two and we were the only people in it for like literally three hours the dj was like we were the only ones in here so what do you want me to play so we were playing like n dubs it was such a fun like proper girls day highly highly recommend yeah oh that sounds so it was like good yeah it was proper like good for the pheromones the pheromones no 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 good for the uh for the soul good for the aura good for the what's the word yeah serotonin Serotonin. It was good serotonin. Sure. Cha-cha sliding and doing all sorts, to be honest. But you saying that, actually, um, you know, how you came out, it was broad daylight and you were smashed. That just made me think of when me and Joey went to this cocktail making experience that his parents got us. Oh, yeah, I remember when you went. And it is like that. Like, it was dark inside, kind mm, of. Yeah. And Because they've got lighting, like certain lighting. And then you come out and it's the middle of the day and you just can't see. Yeah. I suppose it's the same with any sort of bottomless brunch, but because we started at half 12, like so early, normally when you go to bottomless brunch, you would still go at like three. Yeah. So at least when you're coming out, it's like five. It's like, you know, five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, it was the same. It was like half 11 when we went to this this thing. Oh, no. Yeah. And you obviously got to make them, drink them all, and you got others. And they were all so strong. Mm. And we were just smashed. Yeah. It was so funny. But then it's like, well, I'm either going to go home to bed or I'm going to have to keep going. Yeah, well, we all, like, all of the girls sort of filtered out through the, the night. Ella was like, when I got home, I started getting my hangover at, like, 9pm. Yeah, that's the worst. Why I you know. got to keep going? Got to keep going. Otherwise, it's a waste of a night. I know. But also, what I love about, like, bottomless brunch and day drinking, if you can be sensible, some people are, like quite bad um influences on me well you for example um <laughs> but like if you can be sensible bottomless brunch and day drinking is so good because you get home for like i don't know i think i got home at like what half 11 or something did i i don't remember got into bed and still had like a full night's sleep like a decent night's sleep yeah so i felt absolutely fine the next day literally wasn't hung over at all yeah that is so good i don't think i've ever done that though so i had my chicken burger and chips then Jess and I went and hunted down chicken wings. We found the nicest place that do chicken nicest. wings. Nicest. I think it's called Wing Wingman's or Wing 
something. It, oh, you have to find one in London if you're ever out and get the barbecue chicken wings. They have like fried crunchy onions and then like spring onions. They were, when I say the best, the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. Okay, but were you still drunk at the time? Yes, but I know they would still be good sober. They were incredible, so good. So we had them, little pit stop. Then we went back to another bar, carried on drinking. And then before we got our last train home, cheeky cheese, six chicken nuggets, get home, bed, wake up, fresh. Kill Philip, go to the Winchester, get a pint, wait for this all to blow over. Grab mum, kill Philip. Chicken wings, grab mum, kill Philip. Cheeky cheese, six chicken nuggets, go to the Winchester, quick pint, wait for this all to blow over. Do you know what I mean? There you go. There you have it. Cracked the code. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. <laughs> and that is the episode. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> you know the drill. See you next Tuesday. So we do kind of have a topic for this week. So we've kind of just been winging it. Yeah. Well, we've kind of just wingmansing it. We've kind of just been wingmaning it. If wingmen ever want to sponsor the podcast, we will sit here and eat chicken wings till the cows come home. A podcast bang. <laughs> bang. A McPod bang. Yep. That would be great. But imagine the ASMR of eating a chicken wing in this microphone. Yeah. Oh, but it's a lot of very... um And like licking the fingers. Finger licking good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really a big ASMR person. I don't like listening to people eat. Yeah, it makes me feel a bit... I feel like I'm a creep. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so this week we thought we would get a topic and actually sit and chat about something specific. So we thought... Hannah went to uni. I didn't go to uni. So we thought we would do a sort of to uni or not to uni. To uni or not to uni. Yeah. So we've both been tasked with coming up with a few questions to ask each other well why don't we start by doing like a really quick brief like I don't know where you went to uni so really briefly I applied the normal way you do in the UK through UCAS when I was at college and you have to apply to to five and I did do the whole thing like where I chose my five that I specifically wanted to go to I didn't actually look at any did I look at I don't think I looked at any of them first time around Really? I just applied. I knew I wanted to go to Imperial in London. Got in. Great. But I knew I was going to defer. So you couldn't oh, just apply later. You had to apply and then put deferred entry. As in when you say de- defer, like a gap year? Yeah. Right. And then basically you have to apply again. They don't just take it. You have to apply again. So I applied again. But I, I was like, well, I'm going to Imperial. So I only want to apply to one. But you have to apply to five. Right. And I think we mentioned this in one of our first podcasts. I actually changed my options and I chose Bath as one of my options because at Bath wasn't originally on my first five. Oh, I don't think we have said that. But we said that the reason I looked at Bath was because you lived there. You lived near there and you said Bath are having an open day. No, we haven't said any of this oh, on okay. the podcast. Amy was living down that way in that part of the world and she was like, Bath's having an open day and I was like in the midst of applying again. Wow. Inspirational sister. I mean, yeah, it changed my life. <laughs> I wouldn't have considered it otherwise. I didn't know what to put. I was like, well, I just need Imperial, that's all. Mm. I applied to Oxford. Yeah, why don't you say, just say the five that you applied for, that you applied to? I don't even remember, to be honest. I genuinely don't remember. I remember UCL, Imperial, Exeter, first time around. I didn't do Exeter the second time around. Funny, because Joe went to Exeter. Really? Yeah. I think Bristol, maybe. But then I went to look at Bristol. Yeah, 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 because we went to look at Bristol, didn't we? Yeah, and I really didn't like it. I honestly can't remember. 
but then, then second, second time, time around, around i think i did imperial ucl oxford bath and i don't know i can't remember but i had the grades to get into oxford so i was like yolo just apply on a whim mm. didn't think in a million years i'd get an interview got selected for an interview obviously when you're at college remember when I said that Hannah was clever and she tried to claim that she wasn't just remember that when you're at college you get and you've applied to Oxbridge so Oxford or Cambridge they take you out of your tutor group and they put you in a separate tutor group oh really and they coach you in how to apply to these universities were there many people in yours that got pulled out but I didn't because I wasn't at, I wasn't at college was I because it was the second time around I had gap year I wasn't at college anymore. I see. So I was just floating about in the world. I thought, oh, I'll apply to Oxford. Okay. I would not recommend doing that. (laughs) Yeah. If you're going to apply to Oxford, apply the first time and get the coaching. Yeah, because you get trained for the interviews. The interviews are grueling. And they were like, honestly, it was the most ridiculous thing. It was a really fun experience for like my my dad who took me he loved going there you get to stay there for a few days you get to stay in the halls and you get to Mm. go to the grand the great halls and um have dinner there and swear like a lot of harry potter was filmed yeah i know i I got a photo on like the stairs that move i was just gonna say can we go one episode without mentioning harry potter yeah no no (laughs) it's already done no that was probably the funnest bit though. So you get to see, because you can go as a tourist and look at Oxford University, but you can't go in certain places. Right. And I had a room and it was fucking massive, to be honest. So would that that room that you stayed in, would that have been like a room you would have stayed in probably if you were Probably not. I think that was like a second or third year room. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I was like one of 12 people who interviewed for biology that year, which in itself I find quite a big achievement. So had you have gone to Oxford and done biology... Would there have not been that many people on your course then? If only 12 people got the interview for biology? Would there have literally been I like eight so. of you on the course? Like I how many people I do you think know. got in out of the 12? Maybe the they would probably overlap courses. They'd probably overlap. So like even biology at Bath, there were biology students in there, biochem students. I um, see sports science people like they overlap courses okay I see but then you're all sort of learning the same, yeah so like the first year first year especially it's just like a basics and then you like start to specialize anyway I was like whatever I'll just go for it I didn't do any preparation for this and I suck at interviews as it is <laughs> and I think I had three and you get to pick I'm um just to let you know like so zoomed out compared to you and like way smaller just just sort me out. I need you to do it while I'm sat here. It's just you're so big and overpowering and I'm so tiny like a little... I'm like a little... um. What are they in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oompa I'm like a tiny little Oompa Loompa. <laughs> oh, Why are you so small? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Guys, recording this podcast incurs a lot of technical difficulties the things we do for the podcast sorry guys this is very long-winded anyway very long-winded she was like really quickly quite interesting like i think this is interesting there's a lot of this i don't even know because i'm not like your typical oxbridge student and especially especially wasn't at the time oh i was gonna say you were probably more at the time than you are now i mean i had a bleach blonde like scalp bleach bob trust me i walked in to this group of people first of all they told me to dress comfortably there she is in her gym gear i wore jeans and a t-shirt no i don't know why mum didn't say what are you doing 
I wore jeans and a t-shirt and I walked into this room and every single person there was wearing a suit. No. Like, the women were wearing... Like skirt, like skirt like suits. Like skirt suits or trousers. And every, every single one of them had just mousy brown hair. <laughs> I had a nose ring. I had a nose ring at the time. No. I had like all my ear piercings. Oh. And I, I lit... I just stuck out like a sore thumb. I'd like to think, I'd like to hope now that that wouldn't be so like surprising. I'd like to hope that there is yeah. like a good mix of people. I do think it depends on what subject you're doing. I was doing science. So right. if you're doing something creative, if you're doing like music or sports or something, it might be a bit different. Yeah. Because I was doing a science. Anyway, you get to pick, you got to pick the two colleges of your choice and then you interviewed at those colleges so I stayed at Magdalen 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 I don't I don't know how to pronounce it that's where I stayed and that was one of my colleges of choice right you could say that I absolutely shit the bed really I shit the bed shit the wall shit the floor (laughs) it was a train wreck you can't just get up and walk out either I've honestly erased it from my brain it was traumatizing traumatizing (laughs) experience I obviously I hadn't done I hadn't done biology in a year Uh, of course why didn't you revise I did nothing for it literally I just showed up I just got the train down one day and showed up at Oxford just to sit on the moving chairs stairs yeah just to get a photo with the old moving staircase. Yeah. I actually had a really bad time there. Like I was, I was so nervous and I was doing so badly in the interviews that I didn't even go to dinner. I didn't get on with anyone that I met. Like they were all just so different to me. Mm. It's probably not the case for everyone. That's really sad because had you have had a slightly different interview experience for us, you, you may have been more inclined to have actually go, gone there. This is my point. Had I been accepted which I wasn't, but had I been accepted, I would not have gone because I hated it. Yeah. It was just not my vibe. Yeah. So that was that. I kind of, I like stayed in my room. I didn't even go to dinner. I just went to the shop and got dinner and I was like, I really just hate it. It was just really cool. And there are like three people in the room with you and they're all just, they all look like they hate you. And they, it's the questions are just ridiculous. Like they gave me a big rock and they were like, discuss. Oh gave me a graph on a like on a laptop one time and asked me to talk about it and they don't give you like okay they do give you prompts kind of thing but Mm. I clearly just didn't know what was going on and that's funny because I got I got 100% in all three of my biology A-level exams this is what this is what I mean and this is what's annoying because one you got perfect A-star grades to get in like you know you could do the course but you just didn't get in because you were nervous in your interview and didn't really understand what to fucking talk about a rock yeah but interviews are a big thing they're looking for a certain type of person yes also I didn't have any extracurriculars I know and I agree to a certain extent but you had the grades you could have come out with a star flying colors perfect you know one one or whatever the highest grade is you can get at uni first first (laughs) clearly I didn't go to uni (laughs) there is a two two yeah two two I think that's what I was thinking and I just thought surely a one one's got to be higher than a two two (laughs) anyway I just yeah I just think that's like kind of unfair I know what you're saying like they want that certain type of person but I mean yeah I had the grades but that is what filters out the people the riffraff the riffraff <laughs> like you know only certain people get in there because yeah. you have to be the whole package and you have to be able to yeah, do interview and yeah. stuff and it's just because it's a really sought after university and you know they have to do it some way 
But I bet half the students there on the weekends are off doing drugs and like aren't the perfect. Worst. Yeah. Like the worst. The worst of the worst. I went to look at Imperial and the course was great, but I didn't really love how it was just buildings like dotted around the city. And that's what really did it for me when I went to look at Bath. It was a campus, like Mm. an American style campus close-knit yeah that was what I pictured when I pictured me going to university I missed out the whole gap year thing good luck hearing my voice in this I missed podcast. out the whole gap year thing okay really really quickly during my gap year I was applying to universities in America that was like the plan so I was going to university in America I wanted to go to UCLA and I was going through all the shit you have to do and then something happened something happened in our family and I decided not to go I sort of just quit that idea and that's when I was like yes imperial do you ever think about that are you ever a bit gutted that you decided you know yeah I'm actually gonna push that to the side and just forget that idea well yeah this is why I want to go to Australia this is why I'm not gonna just say it I'm gonna do it because I was saying this to mum on Sunday I was like you know I was meant to go to America I was meant to get out of England Mm. so I'm I'm going to go to Australia. Shit, well, how are we going to record the podcast when you're in Australia? We'll just get a second penthouse and, you know. 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do this. You can't accent. do an Australian accent? No, especially not on the spot. Oh, dear. You're going to have to learn. You're so good at accents, though. So, yeah, I basically decided not to go to Imperial because, oh, like I said, I loved the campus of Bath. And it was kind of similar to what I wanted in the American uni that I, you know, didn't get to do. Mm. Did you prefer the course that you were going to do at Bath? Oh, no, no, no. I actually, to be honest, I didn't even really look at the course. I can't even remember looking at the course at Bath. I did sit in on like a taster lecture at Imperial and I really loved it. And I honestly think that that would have been the better course for me. Really? In hindsight? Yeah. Well, you kind of knew at the time, but you just sort of really wanted to go to Bath with the campus. and. Well, yeah, and also not to put Bath down, but for me, it was the easier option. I'd been just, I felt like I'd been just studying and working my whole life. And I did put a lot <laughs> of effort into school and GCSEs mm. and A-levels and I did work hard. And I felt like I just needed, I just needed to relax a bit. Not that Bath is easy, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, but just in my mind, Imperial was like, is like one below Oxford and Cambridge. It would have been quite a lot of pressure, you mean? Yeah, I think so. It's also in London. Yeah. Well, this is the other thing. I wanted to be away from home, like slightly yeah. away from home because I probably would have lived at home if I'd gone to Imperial, which is obviously in London. Yeah, which would have changed like a lot of your experience. Yeah, and I would have probably stuck with the same like group of friends. Yeah. Not that that was a bad thing, but it's nice to get, a, you know, just to get out from where yeah. you live yeah. and just meet new people, have a different experience, like not rely on your parents or anything. And I lived there. Yeah, and you were there, so it didn't feel like, and it's not a million miles away, it didn't feel like I was abandoning ship like I am now with Australia (laughs) and you went to Bath because there's two universities in Bath I went to the University of Bath yeah and then there's Bath what's the other one Bath Spa Bath Spa that's it they sort of had a rivalry really it's funny because I actually had a friend from home who went to Spa so obviously I saw her in Bath and I actually went to pass our campus once to watch one of her dance performances and I felt like a full-on imposter I was like looking over my shoulder like really this is weird anyone who's i'm from uni of bath they're gonna heckle me heckle 
Heckle. Is that the Heckle. word I'm looking for? I don't know. What does that mean? It's like throws up and... Oh, yeah. We used to do this song on the bus down because we get the... We get the bus you down. You got the bus down. Bus down because we all had a year bus pass. So when we go to the clubs, you just get the bus there and Did the bus you get back. that for free? No. Oh. No, it's like 300 quid for the year. It's just the whole time. So whenever you're going into oh, okay. bath. Anyway, yeah. And I did I did graduate, although it was a struggle. I didn't want to. I didn't want to finish it, to be honest. Did have a bit of a rough time here and there. But I did finish and I do have a degree in biology. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Good work. But it is just a piece of paper. I'm sure I will not look at it again until I probably just throw it out. Didn't even get the cute photo with the hat. Yeah, you didn't even get to graduate. Like I technically, I graduated. We graduated, but, but I didn't go to the graduation ceremony. No. Because it was in the midst of COVID, like peak COVID time. Like they did offer it, I think it was this year. Everyone did it this year. Really? But by that time I was just completely over it. Yeah. Like I just could not be bothered. I would have had to take time off work. It was like a Wednesday or something. Technically you finished uni in 2020, right? Yeah. Which was the year of COVID. So like Hannah had to do all of her exams and her whole, like that, final like semester or not semester what do you call it like term yeah semester is that yeah, it semester. i thought that was american her final like semester from home like in covid times as i'm sure a lot of other people did too so obviously her graduation was cancelled that year and then they they arranged it for the year after didn't they yeah i think they did and it got cancelled two weeks before mad and we were all going we'd like booked hotels we'd booked restaurants for the night our, our whole family were going our mum our dad, our stepmom, our dad's partner, and we'd all planned this big dinner, and it was going to be the first time ever in our 20, in like 25, 23 years or something. How long have they been divorced? Like well, 20? I thought they divorced when I was one, so it would have been 25 years. I thought I was five, but that doesn't make any that sense. It doesn't add up. Okay, mum, we need to know, because we don't, we, we, can you just send us a text and let us know how, how old we were when you divorced? So, well, around 20 years, 20 plus years, yeah. we have not been in the same room as mum and dad. Well, you have actually, I think. I did when I had, um, I had an operation, and they literally, the time after the operation, I don't really remember, when we were coming home. But didn't you took, go for dinner? Yeah, they took me for like lunch, <laughs> which was really, like what, first of all, half of my head was like bandaged up. I couldn't see a fucking thing because it was like on my eye. And they decided to just go to like, where did we go? We went to some pasta place in Isha, Isha High Street. And I was like, really? first of all, I don't want to be sat here, I'm all groggy. I was in pyjamas no. as well. Yeah. Stop. I was in pyjamas. I'm sure of it. Like I'm picturing, I'm picturing like, like the the you get when you're in hospital. No. <laughs> no. Obviously I didn't wear one of those, but no. <laughs> they decided to go and sit down in a restaurant and order some pasta. And it was just the weirdest thing. A weird, a very weird. Like I don't, it's all a bit of a blur. I don't really remember if they got on or. Yeah. Basically our mum and dad are divorced and we've not, I mean, I have never as far as I can remember I've never sat in the same room as them like together I've never seen them you know sit at a table and chat like I've literally I've quite literally never been in the same room as my mum and dad yeah we were going to be fully out for dinner at a nice restaurant all you know laughing joking cheersing to Hannah like throwing hats up getting drunk getting like, down sharing, and dirty sharing, sharing some, some funny fun family stories, stories. yeah that was going to be the first time and damn Bath Council cancelled it. Their excuse was it's going to bring too many people to the Bath area and they were worried about COVID even though there were no restrictions at this time. Makes no sense because this was like 
a full year and a bit on from COVID. Yeah. It was like that summer of 2021 where there were no restrictions. Yeah. COVID came back that Christmas, but it was kind of not gone, obviously, but you know what I mean? That like, weird bit in the middle where, where just nothing kind of went back to normal. Yeah. They cancelled it because they said it was going to bring too many people to, to Bath. Which is ridiculous. Also, Bath is like one of the most touristy yeah. areas in England, surely. Anyway, regardless. Exactly. And it would have just been so good for their like economy and hotels yeah. and restaurants Especially and after COVID, like all of those restaurants exactly. that would have been filled up with people graduating from that whole year. Both unis yeah. as well. I was really disappointed, to be honest. I was really kind of, I got my hopes up. Mm. I got my outfit. Like I, was, I ordered my cap and gown and I was really buzzing for it. And then I think I just got really disappointed when they cancelled it and I was like if they do it again I'm not gonna go and I just kind of yeah not really any point like two years later like I didn't have a big friend group on my course that I wanted to go back and see yeah like you know do you know what I mean yeah but you did graduate you got that piece of paper I got that and you should be proud of that piece of paper that you've got I mean you could just put on your cv that you have a degree no one fucking checks no one checks I mean anything that you any job that you Need, need a specific a specialized like, yeah. technical knowledge of something although I could not do, go and do a biology job now like I mean okay maybe I could with a bit of training stick me in a lab and I'm good to go but any sort of theory biology this is what I mean you just forget you do forget it well, doesn't just, matter if you, you just, just study it for four years exactly that's all you do in fact education is a farce it was just memorizing stuff it is it's literally just you revise the night before you memorize it and you write it down and you get 80 percent. woo i got a b i think it is more it's more the working hard showing that you can yeah like not just give something up yeah i don't really know that's true it's probably is a bit of that but we're not you know saying to just fuck about and don't try and you know we are study hard and learn and do the work not being funny but first year counts zero percent oh yeah fuck around in your first year zero percent yeah so like blows my mind i don't know how it is in every other university but in my university the first year counted zero percent i think some are like 25 percent some are like zero percent. I don't know. That'd be quite interesting to know on like all the different unis. But whoever came up with that clearly didn't have many brain cells themselves because you've put a, a bunch of like what eighteen-year-olds yeah, all literally. together and then told them like you can just fuck around for you and it doesn't matter. Yeah, literally. Come into the exams and do them. But if you get nothing, it doesn't matter because it's going to count for zero anyway. Why would they tell Probably you that? Probably just warming you up. Technical difficulties take seven. I think I need a wine. I nearly said to you tonight, should we have a wine? I nearly said that to you tonight as well. How weird. So obviously you didn't go to uni. Obviously. Well, not not obvious. Is it that obvious? It's obvious you didn't go. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't go to uni. I did apply though. I did apply and I did get in. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was going. I did my whole application... I did my whole application. Why can't I say that word? Application. I did my whole application in my second year of college, like last year of college, and did my personal statement, did all my, like, applied. I hated the entire process, not gonna lie. Just, it just wasn't for me. I just didn't like the entire process of applying for uni. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone, I didn't like it no. either. You have to, like, really sell yourself. Yeah, I'm just not good at that either. I'm not really good at like talking myself up and telling people my like strengths and like, it's just not something that I'm very good at. But yeah, I did apply. Where did I apply to? 
Definitely apply to Bournemouth. Bournemouth is where I think I wanted to go. I think I applied for something really rogue like Southampton. I think you might have applied to Southampton. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's coming back to me now. I remember when you got the... The catalogue thing. What's it called? Prospectus. Oh, Prospectus. Well, I had some friends at Southampton because I took a gap year. So I had some friends at Southampton from the year before. And so I went and stayed there with them. So you had every intention of going. Oh, I had every intention of going to Well, obviously you went to college and really... I mean, some people would disagree, but the only reason you need A-levels is to yeah. get into university. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. I had every intention of going to uni and I loved the thought of going to uni. I loved, okay, if I'm really honest, I loved the social aspect of uni. I loved the thought of going, making loads of friends, having sleepover club every night. Sleeping around. Sleeping around. <laughs> no, having sleepover club with like my friends and just like, you know, not doing a lot. Like I had no interest in going to uni for a course for educational purposes I didn't like education I didn't enjoy the process at any time actually that's a lie I actually enjoyed school in Lanzarote and it showed because my grades were really good in Lanzarote yeah it was such a different way of teaching though wasn't it yeah when we moved back you just saw my grades just drop but you did become very social Mm. here I think in Lanzarote like so for example the school we went to in Lanzarote was called CHB and it was a very very good international school there were I don't know if it's the same for you probably was you had an an A and a B class in each year I was never in the B's I was always in the B's I was in a class with about seven other people and I was the only girl which I absolutely loved don't get me wrong but bizarre obviously there were other girls in my year and I was good friends with other girls in the school in years above me years below me but in my actual physical class that room that I sat in I was with all the boys but I did get good grades I loved maths yeah and I got 100% in all my maths exams and I know that mum will regret it because I only had one year left we moved back to England when I was in year 10 and I when I moved back to England I actually went back down a year and I actually repeated year 10 again in England because yeah because in Spain you do something called IGCSEs which are similar but equally quite different to the GCSEs that you do here in the UK and when I came back they said to me you're going to be very behind and it's going to be a struggle for you to catch up and you're going to have to work really really hard and I was like (laughs) scared and you're young in the year anyway and I'm a July baby so yeah I did I went down a year so technically I'm I'm a year older than like all of my friends. I enjoyed my school experience and I enjoyed my college experience, but I just had no I had no desire to go to uni to learn or to do But what was your what were you going to take? I was going to do uh, like TV and production or like film and production. But surely you have to have the prereqs for that. Like what you did didn't you do textiles at college? <laughs> Hannah Textiles you do at at GCSE. Cool, and you go and you like sew the felt onto like the. <laughs> I loved textiles at GCSE. I had the most fun. I actually remember one time in textiles doing tie dye, and then it came in handy. That whole tie dye thing in lockdown came right on around, didn't it? Rolled right around. No, I did fashion at A level. Thank you very much, fashion. And actually, it was my hardest course. It was the most work. It was the most stressful. Everyone on in the course as well loved it and like was really like determined and hardworking. whereas I'd go into media because I, I so I did fashion media studies and performance which is like dance drama 
singing. Which, funnily enough, are now yeah, all play a role in what you do now. Yeah, it's That's really mad, weird. Yeah, they're all connected to the job that I do now. And then the the corporate job you had before you did this, mm. before you did Instagram, was in TV as well. Was in broadcasting. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I think I do think that just shows that. Yeah, you don't need to go to school to end up doing <laughs> what you want to do. I did go to school. No, I know, but like <laughs> schools in college, uni, you yeah. have to go into higher education. No, education. you don't. Oh, I also did Spanish, guys. I did do something good. I also did Spanish at AS level, but I dropped it for my A level because I did find it quite difficult, to be honest. Even though we did used to live in Spain, I did find it was just very different. Obviously, we lived in like Canary Islands and we spoke kind of like Spanglish. But also, you learn just a lot of grammar when you're taught it in school rather than... Yeah, it was a lot of like verbs and grammar and like just not what I'd learned when I was like living. And I was like friends with a lot of Spanish people, so I'd learn like the slang. It was like more conversational slang, yeah. I did find it quite difficult. My teacher absolutely hated me. And it was really sad because my Spanish teacher at Isha, hi. Mrs. Hill. Mrs. Hill. Oh my God, I remember. She loved me and I got on really well with her. And then I went to uh, college and my Spanish teacher was the biggest bitch. And she honestly used to pick on me every single day in our class to the point where people would come up to me after class and be like are you okay like she was such a bully only to me she just you know when someone just decides they don't like you oh yeah and she just despised me and it made me drop the class i'm not gonna be- sit horrible. through that yeah like, teachers have such a big impact mm. there's someone to do that that i could have changed the whole course of your life yeah i could be a translator a spanish translator <laughs> just on the note of mrs hill i remember when i was working in sainsbury's she came in one time and saw me and she did not speak to me in one word of English. Oh no. <laughs> I promise you now, she made me do a whole Spanish lesson there and there. <laughs> she ha- she spoke to me all in Spanish. Really? And I had to reply all in Spanish. And I was like panicking. I was just working in the bakery in Sainsbury's. <laughs> oh God, that's actually another thing. Another thing of like interviews I went through. I applied to Crowley School. I was going to go do my GCSEs at Crowley School. Oh yeah. On an art scholarship. And I did get in. You have to go for loads of interviews for that as well. And I was going to do Spanish at GCSE and the whole interview was in Spanish. And I really? Didn't, they didn't tell me that. I <gasps> walked into it and they were just speaking to me all in Spanish, the whole thing. No way. Yeah. That was quite grueling as well. I feel like I've had God. quite a hard time. Yeah, you've this had is, a tough time. This is why I hate job interviews now. I think that's why I just get so nervous. Mm. Because everything's just been traumatizing yeah are you okay i don't think i've ever recovered (laughs) okay so we've decided this episode is probably a little bit long so we're actually going to split it into two parts so if you guys want to listen to part two tune back in next week 